Welcome to Muscle Talk, where you'll get world champion advice about nutrition and stacking on muscle. Our host, Christine Enville, she's a three-time world champion bodybuilder, an IFBB professional, a food scientist, and a founding co-owner of our podcast sponsor, International Protein. In this episode, we talk about the different types of proteins and using a blend is so important. A WPI seems to be the popular choice, but if you're not using a blend, you're missing out on some serious benefits. So why is a protein blend so important, Christine? A protein blend is important because it allows you to take the best of every different type of protein or the proteins that we've chosen and utilize those so as you know i like variety so there is no one like perfect thing so there is no one perfect protein that has the the, you know the perfect amino acid profile and the perfect digestion rate and you know the perfect texture so by making a blend you give something where you get like the best of all worlds so you get the you know the best of the profile of a, a, a calcium caseinate you get the best of a profile of a whey protein isolate you get the best of a of an egg albumin but you also get different digestion rates so just taking a step back from that i'm going to just kind of start off by saying that protein isn't protein uh, i know we talk about it like it's this, this big category and and people needing to have protein but just so that you know we we are aware i guess you know if you're eating a steak you're eating chicken you're eating fish all protein sources you're eating you know milk or you're eating you know protein powder they're all different you know they, they all have different um, micronutrients they all have a different amino acid profile obviously they look different if, you, if you're looking at something as basic as, as chicken and, and beef and i know we've done a, a podcast on that the texture's different the the flavor is obviously different digestion's um, different the digestion yeah. different um and you know the amino acid profile is different so whilst they can still contain all of the amino acids that you need they still have different ratios of those amino acids so that's talking about the broader groups and when people talk about protein powder they they just refer to it as protein powder but it's the same thing applies there like there's basically you know really i guess if you're talking about animal-based proteins you have whey protein isolate then you have hydrolyzed whey protein isolate so that's where you've taken that isolate chopped up the amino acid cha- sorry chopped up the protein chains into smaller amino acid chains so that's what we call peptides so that's a, a much more rapidly digested version of whey protein isolate, which is already rapidly digested. Then you have a whey protein concentrate, which in the processing point, it's not as isolated, meaning that there's still more fat and lactose left in with that. So it's exactly the same protein that's in a whey protein isolate, but the difference is there's more fat and there's more lactose, which is the natural milk sugar. So isolate and concentrate and hydrolyze all coming from the same family but they're all digesting differently and they have different other the the other macronutrient ratios are different so which is the right protein to be taking prior to a workout and which is the right one post-workout okay so post-workout is relatively easy because you want something that's quickly digested and then has a really high level of leucine so that's something like your whey protein isolate mixed with a with a degree of your whey peptide so you can you know, you can argue that you want to have more whey peptides because it gets in quicker, but there becomes a point where that product itself can become very unpalatable mm-hmm. um, because it's hydrolyzed. If you have a heavily hydrolyzed product, it's very bitter. So most people aren't going to want to, you know, they're not going to want to take that in. When it comes to beforehand, though, I would be inclined to use 
Aver- like a blend of those different proteins because I, I didn't get a chance to talk about the other ones there, Ash. Sorry, I we jumped talk- the guns, did I? You did. Apologies. You did. Talk about the other ones first if you wish. Yeah, so, yeah. so we've talked about the ones which are just whey. So what I'm saying about that is they're really the same family, so you're really getting the same protein. What varies, obviously, is the, the creaminess because in a, in a concentrate you've got more fats and, and more sugar, so it's going to taste thicker and creamier and it is a little slower to digest but not terribly much slower to digest but the actual amino acids that you're getting are the same. Then if you move to an, a non-dairy-based product, you're looking at something like an egg albumin, which was you know, the original gold standard before protein powder, I guess, got invented or um, you know, before they isolated and extracted the, the whey proteins. People used to use a lot of egg albumin or egg white as a, as a protein source. Now, it's a medium digestion protein, so it's you know, getting into your body in more like that sort of four-hour mark, which is where... The whey's already been all digested by then and casein hasn't really started to get into your system. So it's, it's in that, that middle range. The amino acid profile is very, very similar to what a human needs. So it's not particularly strong in you know one or another, but it's, it's a very good overall profile. And it's also obviously coming from the whole food. It's just basically been extra, you know, taken the yolk out and, and dried. You can also obviously get protein out of the egg yolk, but then that comes with a lot more fat. Um, and that's why you don't see it too much in, in bodybuilding products because we don't necessarily want to eat that um, extra fat that comes in with the, the egg yolk, but that exists as well, obviously, egg yolk protein. Then, you know, the next more common ones are your caseins, and that's your casein family. Do you have your micellar casein, which what that means is it's the casein, how it naturally exists in milk. So it's this talks about the structure of it. You know, to, as soon as you turn it into calcium casein, it does change the structure, but it doesn't change the amino acid profile and it doesn't change the rate that you digest it. So they are different, but essentially the way that your body is treating them is is pretty much the same. Um, Then you have a milk protein isolate, which is basically like whole milk, so it has whey and casein. Mm -hmm. So it's got some quicker digesting and some slower digesting components. And that's the product which is really popular now and you're seeing in a lot of the custards because the texture is totally different. You know, it it makes a nice, thick, custard-like product, whereas a whey protein isolate, it's going to turn into water. It's going to be, as you know, it's very, very runny. So there's digestion rate there's amino acid profile and then there's the texture which all go into you know making these proteins different and people will choose them for different reasons so coming back to your question about before training i much prefer um, to have something which has a a range of different release rates because if you have something which is very quickly released and you take it before your workout and then you go in to do your workout and then potentially you've your body has processed it and the amino acids aren't there available for you to use, you know, you're, you're, you're putting yourself into a situation where you could go catabolic. You could also take something like complete aminos in between time, so that's a possibility if people want to do that. But I like, um, I think texturally as well, having something a little bit more substantial, which is a, you know, a blended protein is going to be a little bit thicker because it has the caseins which make the product more, you know, a little bit thicker. So that's another thing to consider. Obviously, you know, how you actually... Let's just backtrack for a minute. I'm here to ask the dumb questions. Explain what you mean by going catabolic. Okay, so going catabolic is when you are in a negative nitrogen balance. Mm -hmm. So what you ideally want to do is stay in a a positive nitrogen balance, which means that you are in a state of being able to grow. You've got all the amino acids that you need in your system. If you don't have the protein in your system because your body has stored it, taken it out of your blood, it's not there available for use. It means it needs to break down your muscle to um, fulfil that need for it in protein that it has at that time. So that's what so catabolic just basically means to break down and anabolic basically means to build. So you should never really work out without 
protein in your system. Medium release protein. Ideally, yeah. And and that's why we do have products like the Complete Aminos, which was another category that I didn't really talk about is obviously your hydrolyzed casein. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing as um, in the the way where you take the longer chains and you break them up into smaller chains. The reason why the casein is good is because it has amino acids which are particularly good to use while you work out. Um, It's ones which um, spare... Spare your muscle and also, I guess, spare your carbohydrates if you're on a low carb diet. So helping, you know, it's basically helping with the recovery. So it can it can kind of overcome the issue if you do take a, a protein which is too quickly released because a lot of people do like to take a WPI before they train, but that potential is that they have, you know, the body has processed it and put it into storage whilst they're still in their workout, and that's when you definitely would need to look at a product like an intra workout to to give you the amino acids that you need mm-hmm. in there. So that's so ide- but ideally some you know some people maybe don't want to train on a full stomach not a full stomach but uh, I talk to a lot of people who weight train and we all, all talk about like the reason we don't like to train in the morning so much is because you feel a little bit empty. Mm-hmm. So even though you might have eaten plenty of food the night before, your body has digested it and you're like training on an empty stomach if you're trying to go heavy is actually quite difficult. Yeah. So if you're training, if you're eating or drinking, you know, WPI before you train, there's a really good chance that your body recognises that like drinking water as such and your stomach's emptied out and you're in the middle of a training session and you've also got now an empty stomach and it's a lot harder to train like that. So something which is going to digest a little bit more slowly, something like the, the protein synergy, which breaks down and still will be breaking down during that workout and allow you to feel like you've got something a little bit more substantial. So is Synergy the only sort of or the best option within the international protein range? It is. For it that? Is. Yeah. yeah. So so the, the rest of the products, obviously the you know superior way is a blend of all the types of whey. And obviously the amino charge WPI is, you know, your peptides, your, your whey peptides with your whey protein isolate. Mm-hmm. And the gourmet WPI is just a, a WPI. If you're looking for, you know, a product like Extreme Mass, I think that's also a really, really great pre-workout because it has your carbs, it has your MCT oils, which break down quickly. So they're like, you know, high-energy fats, but they break down like a carbohydrate, so they don't take a long time to get into your system. So that's also a really, really great option because it's, you know, that dilemma of what you eat before training, you know, what's your carb source going to be that doesn't take too long to break down, it's convenient to eat, you know, like sometimes you, you, you want to have something but you don't have time to sit there with a, a knife and fork eating something or eat. that is kind of like the perfect pre-workout to me, something like the Extreme Mass because it has a good balance of macros. So Extreme Mass or Synergy? That that would be my two. I think a lot of people would also go the heavyweight. Which one though? Um, for would, you. I, okay, for me personally, because I'm not tr- I'm not trying to gain a huge amount of weight, would be synergy. Right. But if someone is you know tr- going through a really heavy muscle building phase and they really need those extra calories, then something like the extreme mass would be a, a much better idea. But then if I'm um, if I'm in a hurry, I will definitely use the extreme mass as a bit of a meal replacement because right. it's got because it's got everything that I need and I know that eating it in the right quantity just gives me the calories that I need. Mm-hmm. So just because we say the serving is 100 grams doesn't mean to say you have to have 100 grams. Like you might find that 50 grams gives you what you need mm-hmm. and, you know, perfect. But if, if it was a, a younger person, I would probably say the heavyweight would be a good option as well because they or someone who's doing, you know, a sport type of, you know, more of a sport than just necessarily weight training, someone who's going to use a lot more carbs, then that would also be a good option for them. So with everything we've said, um, fasted, training fasted would be a bad idea. Yep. Yeah, doing cardio fasted is 
as part of the course, I think that's fairly normal. And yeah. I think that, you know, cardio is something which is probably even better done on an empty stomach because you you feel lighter. Like if you've got a bit of, you know, a heavy meal in there and you're trying to jump around or push hard, you can feel kind of nauseous or mm-hmm. makes you feel thirstier and your blood's going to the wrong place. It's You know, you want it in your muscles, you don't want it into your stomach. But when it comes to weight training, it's a it's something that make you need to feel solid and you need to feel strong and if you're in, you know if you've got an empty stomach and you're trying to push heavy weight it it is definitely a lot harder so if someone does train in the morning it's a really good good idea if they can try to wake up early enough to at least get something in their stomach about an hour before they hit the gym okay and if someone's i guess in their shred cycle and in a calorie deficit should they be using those sorts of pre-workout products the sorts of pre-workout products, as in meaning a pre-workout? No, or sorry, I mean the Synergy or the um, Extreme Mass, for example. Yeah, and, and again, it really depends on working it into your 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 um, your diet, your nutrition plan. So anything's possible. You know, if you have a certain number of calories that you need to eat per day, but you need to put the bulk of those calories before you train, then work your diet out that way so that you have the correct food before you train and then the meal afterwards you know, you're getting potentially, you know, the protein that you need afterwards, but maybe you're going a little bit lighter on the carbs, but you're having a, your heavier carb meal after your cardio workout because your body's going to take those carbs up better after the cardio workout than after the weight training workout. So it's about looking at your diet, your training, and then fitting the diet around it so that you can still use those products. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a very interesting subject, Christine. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I, I guess I'd like to add that um, you know, International Protein actually started with a blend, so Synergy being b- because of my belief in that there is no one perfect protein and wanting to get something which was suitable for people to you know take either between meals or, or pre-workout and get that influx of amino acids into their system. When, when, it, when we were doing that, there was also a lot of research coming out how the pre-workout meal was probably even more important than the post-workout. Like there's so much focus on post-workout meal, but the pre-workout meal is the one which is more important. You know, I mean, obviously you need to get that leucine in afterwards to start the recovery process, but if it's protein is in there beforehand, that process is a lot better. And then obviously we've talked about how you need to have your protein throughout the day. It's not just that one thing that you do at that one point in time so when we were you know starting international protein we started off with the protein synergy and the the extreme carbs because i wanted to give people that option of you know fueling their body for training which obviously the carbs did or you know giving that flexibility of dosing a carbohydrate because it's much easier to do it like that than um you know rice is pretty good but it's always not the most convenient thing to eat and everything else you know like a slice of bread and things like that it's like it's just a little bit too hit and miss because a lot of people don't like eating just like a plain slice of bread so it's then you got to put something with it and then it becomes your macros are all over the place so i wanted something that was really like pure protein pure carbohydrate you could mix and match and put together but that was essentially how we got started um on a blend and then obviously the the isolates came a lot later so did you do that for yourself primarily to start with and you decided that it was a really great product and you thought you'd take it to market yeah well well that's actually kind of the story of international protein is that i had always been given access to just basically the raw materials i worked at a dairy company and we were across the road from new zealand milk products which obviously had you know the whey protein isolates and and caseinates and you know the, the companies would give me the like the big 20 kilo bags of them and i would make up my own mixes and that's what i would do i would i would ask for the different ones so i could make my own blend 
And that was when, you know, people started saying, oh, you should do your own supplement company. And so, of course, I based it off what I had been using myself and what I believed was, you know, the best type of products to use. So that is essentially how we got started. Oh, interesting yeah. story. So what was the second product just out of interest? Uh, as in, what did we launch after, after those Synergy. two? Yeah, what was yeah. your ne- next progression? So, Well, the, the Extreme Carbs was launched at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think we had talked about in the past how we had the tri-phase, which was, to me, a better right. post-workout yeah. product because it did have the, a much heavier amount of your you know your whey peptides. So basically had your whey family, had your hydrolyzed or your peptide whey, your isolate and your concentrate because that lasted in the system for about two hours, which was that, that, that perfect post-workout period. But most people just didn't want to see that amount of um, you know, fat and carbs in the product. Uh, and that's where the immunocharged WPI took over and became a more popular product because people just want like pure protein. They didn't want anything else with it. So I kind of ran with that, even though to me the other product was a little bit better but it just the market just didn't understand it and we just you know we didn't have the you know we didn't have the social media and things like that that we have now to be able to really educate it was like one-on-one at a booth trying to talk to people Mm. um and people would nah it's too expensive because it's got case you know it's got concentrate in it and that was that was pretty much where that went glutamine was actually the product that we launched after that because as you know that's my after protein comes glutamine and then obviously we did the extreme mass so coming back to the blends do you think this is something that a lot of people, I guess um, people that really know bodybuilding, they're competing and everything, they're all over it. But do you think that's a, like a lot of the weekend warriors just totally miss this? I, I believe so because, as I said, I think people just see protein as protein mm. and they don't necessarily look at are they t- what type of protein that they're taking. And because there's so much marketing around isolate and mm. people either are going, oh, okay, I just want the highest protein product that there is, even though now I'm seeing a switch and people just looking for lower protein products, but they are just really getting a lot of concentrate, which is, you know, bringing in a lot of extra sugars and fats, but they're just saying, oh, well, it's a protein powder and it's whey, and they're not really understanding the differences and they just get told that whey is the best. Whey does have a great profile, but as I said, it's not the be-all and end-all and it's, you know, the digestion rate is quite quick and I think that people don't necessarily even think about that, that there is a difference in how it digests and how long it stays in their system because they're just being told protein, whey, and they just assume that it's all that. It's either that or it's a you know vegan or a plant-based protein. Which Surely if it's a sort of sustaining you over time, it must be good for your mood as well. Um, at least, but also the, um, the caseins in there do have a, amino acids like tryptophan, which actually improve mood. So that's, a, that's kind of an aside factor. But obviously anything which is it, – it's probably not as, pot- or not as important, say, as a carbohydrate mm-hmm. because you don't notice that drop – necessarily is when your blood sugar goes out of your system that you, your amino acids like you're not necessarily aware that they've been run out of your system um, so I'm not quite sure about the mood side of it but I definitely know that obviously that diff- when, you know, when I'm talking about different amino acid sequences the amino acids that are in a casein are more of a, a good mood type of um, product than what, a, an, uh, what, than what a whey is okay hey this is a uh, really interesting stuff thank you very much Christine words of wisdom If you like what you've heard, leave us a review and recognise that these bodybuilding tips from International Protein, they're free. So show your support by becoming a loyal International Protein customer, the best supplements money can buy. So jump online, hunt down our product and hit that buy now button.